Hello, oomphies and oomphets. Good morning. Episode six. Six. Of Thoughts and Thoughts. We don't have a sock today for you to go inside of. We have a sweater though. We have a sweater though. Sage, configure the sweater. <laughs> I actually don't know the best way to do this. Just Enter entertain sleep. our listeners. Probably, probably sleep. Uh, well, I am always entertaining our listeners. That's true. That is the goal of the podcast. We have some juicy topics for today. We like, we like, um, I don't know, we're, it, yeah. This is the first episode we've mildly prepared for. It's really hot. It's really hot. It's so hot. And it's yeah. really smoky everywhere. And we were like, oh, wildfire, we were going to die. Uh, make sure this is not muffled. It's not. It, it, it's this is how we did it last time. It's, it was a little muffled last time. Okay. Was it, guys? Let us know in the comments when I say Was comments. episode five fucked? Yeah, telepathically, um... It's, it's, it's... We know episode four was. It's, episode it's, four got actually destroyed. It's deep into November now. So let us know your Thanksgiving. I don't care. It's it's not even Halloween when we're recording this. That's true. It's um, like five days from Halloween. Um, I'm gonna be... What are you gonna be for Halloween, Sage? We haven't thought about this at all. We haven't, like, made this plan. What are you gonna be? I, I don't know. I can't, like, think of that on the fly. I don't usually do Halloween costumes. Really? Yeah. I'm, are you gay or something? No, I'm a hundred... Why do you hate fun? What? Why do you hate fun? <laughs> it, it is fun for me to you do what I'm about something? to describe. I fucking, you know, you get candy and shit, and you just watch movies. You don't turn your tree? I used to, but not, not in the past years, no. I'm gonna be Dr. Frankenfurter. That's right, you did say that, I remember. And I'm gonna get, you know how he has a tattoo of a heart right here, and it's his boss? You have to explain that better to our listening okay. audience. If you look up Dr. Frankenfurter tattoo, it's literally just like a heart with an arrow through it, whatever, boring-ass tattoo design, and it says boss above it, and that's, like, iconic, and it's, like, that's, like, the tattoo, and I'm gonna get, not a real tattoo, I'm gonna, I'm gonna inkbox it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put it on my bicep, and it's gonna look the same as... I'm really out of it today. I'm dead-ass sober right now, by the way, guys. I haven't smoked since two days ago, since Monday. It's Wednesday right now. That's true. You want to um, explain why to our viewing no audience? No reason. Just on accident. No reason? Well, I uh, I think you want me to explain I how do. I'm sick. Yes. But that's not, why I, that's not why I didn't smoke. So I have had strep throat for about a week now. Yeah. And I... What I did was... Okay, on Wednesday, like, it's a week ago, exactly a week ago. I was like, oh, I feel, like, kind of shitty, whatever. Thursday, I was still convincing myself that I wasn't sick. By Thursday night, I was like, yeah, I'm sick as fuck. Because every time I swallow, my throat and my ears hurt so bad. Like, on Thursday and Friday and, like, Saturday and stuff, it was, like, making me cry. Because it hurt so fucking bad. There was, like, a used up, like, crushed blood joint over there. That's true. That's really funny. <laughs> Our recording studio is a shared space. It's, it's, uh... <laughs> That is a fantastic way to describe it. <laughs> yeah, so Liana got sick. I got Sage strep. was sick for week five. She throat in my strep right now. Yeah, so we've we've both had uh, the diseases now. How does it feel to be <laughs> deceased? Dude, to be honest with you, my tonsils, specifically my right tonsil, was actually the size It was of literally visible. A golf ball. Yeah, you could see it in my neck. New bulge just dropped. And like I don't know, dude. I, I was just walking around with this fucking lump in my neck that was growing by the hour. Just not going to the doctor. And then... <coughs> fuck. <coughs> Go to the doctor when you get sick, kids. And then they called me. The health center calls me. And is like, hey, we noticed because I, my mom like convinced me to schedule an appointment. And I went on the website and I tried to schedule it. And it was like, okay, the earliest appointment we have, this was on like, I don't know. The earliest appointment we have is like a week away uh, and on telehealth online. 
So I'm like, fuck it, you know what? I'll schedule it if I'm still sick in a week. I guess I'll do this telehealth appointment where they can't even, like, look into my... You know how they look into your ears and your throat? Yeah, and yeah which is important for, like, finding Exactly. But I, I guess I can fucking Zoom, fucking FaceTime a guy and be like, Hey, I'm Willie sick. Can you help me? And he'll be like, no, because I'm all the way over here. <laughs> and uh, it's whatever. And then that'll probably cost me some fucking money. I don't know. Actually, the insurance here is pretty good, which is surprising. It is solid. But anyway, so I scheduled this appointment. And then the, because, like, they ask you what reason you're going in for. And I was like, oh, when I swallow, I die. Uh, they called me and they're like, you know, you need to come in for that. And I was like, well, it didn't let me schedule an in-person, which is true, because otherwise, obviously, it would have. Yeah. And they're like, you have to call to do that, which, okay, well, that's whatever, dude. I don't care. There's a shitload of people in the forest right there. That's true. Uh, second PSA of the episode, uh, call your doctor. Don't just go well, to your but, doctor, okay, but call why? your doctor. Like, I don't know. I, have, I like, can't really call. I don't like calling people because like, I'm, you know, like I have like a doctor's now. I don't know. It's really hot. It is severely warm. In this moment in history, right here, that we're experiencing. Shady podcasting spot right now. We're not going to walk away during the podcast. No. There will be clouds. I'm going to sit here. Here's what I'm going to do. Liana is now walking away. Pass me my bag. What are you doing? I'm going to sit on it. Behind the bench? This shade. Look, do you see this shade? Do you see this puddle of shade? I do. Can you guys still hear me? I'm sure they can. Yeah. So anyways, um, yeah. How has this improved your situation at all? I'm in the shade now. Only half of you I don't give a fuck. My legs were the hot part because they're in jeans. My, they call me, they're like, you need to come in for that. And I was like, well, yeah, I know. And then, so they scheduled me like, well, we can see you tomorrow. And I was like, oh, amazing. So this was yesterday, literally. And, oh, also let me give, oh, what is that insect? What? There's a fucking prehistoric. Uh, 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 there's a beast. There's a winged beast. I don't see it. <laughs> I promise I'm not schizophrenic. It's literally there. But like, anyways, it's a yellow jacket. I don't like it. Stupid <laughs> yellow fucking jacket, dude. Any freaking ways. So I, I let me give you a brief history of my my last couple days. On Tuesday, two yeah, no on Monday. You've had a fucking. Time, I've had a fucking time. A couple no bones days. Two days. They were pretty bony though, actually. Mm. They're pretty. Bo- I wake up two days ago. I'm laying in my bed. I always set my alarm an hour earlier than I actually need to like get up and start getting ready and stuff because I need need an hour to just be in bed and like vegetate and like go on Twitter and just like exist so that I can be like awake. So I do that. I'm, I'm having my hour. Half an hour in, I'm in my bed and I like I look away from my phone. And I look up. I have a loft bed, by the way. So I'm I'm about honestly, there's like a three foot gap between my head and the ceiling. Can you actually sit up in that bed? No. Well, yeah. I can, but my head is like touching the right, ceiling. Right. I can sit up, I but I have to. I have bed. to like wedge myself in. Right. So um, I can though. If I like lean, uh, if I'm sitting stick straight up, then like no, like 90 degrees no. But if I like lean, then yeah, I, I can sit up, but barely. So it's a very small gap. I look up, and I'm also in the corner of a room. So there's like two walls surrounding me, and there the 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 corner between where the wall meets the ceiling, all around my bed is black because there are so many ants (laughs) and they're like four rows deep and they're just fucking bustling around like there's no tomorrow holy fuck i've been lying in a bed literally cuddling with these creatures all night and let me remind you the night before obviously i had no fucking clue 
there were there were no ants because I remember the night before like being in my bed and looking. Right, there you were, would notice if there was I would, a legion I, I would of ants. In your and bed. I remember, like, you know, you always see like a one or two ants. Like every week, you see like three ants. You know what I mean? And you randomly see them like crawling across the wall and you kill them. And you're like, oh, I hope you don't get ants. And then you don't. And so that that it was like a normal amount of ants until it wasn't, and. They were coming out of, they still kind of are, well, they're gone now, but they were coming out of, like, the electrical components in my room and the outlets and the, I don't know, I don't even know what some of them are, but they were coming out of there. And there were so many fucking ants, so I wake up to that, I find the queen, I squish her between my little fingers, I freak the fuck out, uh, we put tea tree oil, my roommate and I put tea tree oil and water in a spray bottle, anyone at home, if you have ants, that shit kills them so fast, it's like... Honestly, literally, like, ten drops of tea tree oil to, like, a full cup of water, and you just spray it on them, and they die in, like, a minute. And so I was just, like, spraying it and mopping up ant corpses for literally, like, an hour or two, and I was late to class. And after missing class three days in a row because I was so fucking sick, and I didn't even know what it was, and, um, I, I go to class, whatever, it's fine. I am eating lunch after my class, and I, um, just casually, like lean over and throw up so hard that I can't breathe and when I throw up I really fucking throw up I was like barfing and hurling and yakking and crying and throwing up for like a minute straight tears streaming down my face can't breathe hitting the table because fuck I'm fucking suffocating if you guys like know what it feels like to like be continuously throwing up you can't breathe it in between sucks. Barfs. It's you have no control terrible. over it you cannot breathe in between bars and it was just going and going and going and there wasn't even that much food in my stomach all I had eaten was because I have a lot of like issues with eating and like sensory issues and appetite issues so like I just don't really eat that much at all and the amount of shit that came out of me was, like, not possible. It was, like, so, you know what I mean? It had to be supplemented by, like, bits of, like, my organs were coming out. Because, like, I don't know. There was just no... I had not eaten that much food in that entire week. So, I... I it's whatever. And my friend is just there, like, wa- like traumatized, just watching. Like, yeah, Zeke was, like, fucked. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, what, what do you do in that situation? And Literally then, no idea. And then immediately after, well, obviously Zeke's like, do you want to just go back to your dorm? And I'm like, no, I need to study because I've missed three days of class in a row at this point. And also over the weekend, this is on Monday, Saturday and Sunday, I left my bed probably a total of four times only to pee. And I had probably, I had one meal a day, both of those days. And it was like, I literally hibernated. It was fucked. And like, I, I actually just rotted in my bed. Like I was decomposing. So... When I finally do get up and go and start existing as a person, I immediately barf. Then I fucking go straight to the library, study for three hours. And then I'm fine. And then the next morning, I... What was the other traumatizing thing that happened? Oh, and then I go to the doctor's office. (laughs) And then they're like, okay, we're going to test you for strep, though. They stick this fucking object literally, like, poking my tonsils and shit, and I have a really bad gag reflex. They were aggressive. They were, like, stabbing me in the back of the throat, and I was like, wah, wah. I wasn't just gagging, like, uh, I was actually, like, the noise I made was like, wah. and it was, like, <laughs> it was pretty funny, but it was, like, if you laugh, you gag harder, but then right. they're just like, okay, you're done, and then I'm always wearing elf ears, by the way, and the doctor comes in, and he's like, oh, so I see you have an ear problem, referring to my pointy ears, and I was like, that's, you're funny. Give me medication now. I'm about to die, and they're like, okay, so, and they send me a message in my, like, student, like, whatever, like, health portal. There's, like, a message that says, Liana, your strep test was positive. Thanks, Jim. 
Because I was the name of the doctor. Right, that's it. What? You're welcome? Yeah, like, <laughs> what do I do now? Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, I literally was like, okay, what do I do? So he was like, okay, so you have strep, and I was like, oh, what do I do? And so, basically, I just take antibiotics, and I was like, anti-nausea medication would be really helpful, and he gave me one. And I was like, great, now I'll maybe be able to eat without barfing. Because the entire sickness, like, the entire week, I had been very, very nauseous. Like, eating food just made me, like, I had to kind of force me myself to. And so finally I threw up because I, like, forced myself too hard. But, um, that's maybe what she said? I don't know. Um, oh, she kind of. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and so he gave me anti-nausea meds, and I was like, okay, fuck, finally, Jesus Christ. And then I'm on the way. I get my, I can't get my medications yet. I, I go to the pharmacy. They're like, we don't have it. I get lunch. I steal a soy sauce from the dining hall, which was a win in my book. I steal a banana. I didn't steal a banana. Those you could just take. I take a banana. I go pick up my two bottles of medications. They tell me, okay, you know, this is what you do. How often you take them, whatever. Okay, cool. And I get on the bus to go back to my dorm. And I have with me, I have equipped <laughs> dining hall soy inventory. sauce. Yes, in a brown paper bag. All of this is in one brown paper bag. Dining hall soy sauce, penicillin, fucking Zofran, banana. And the two pieces of paper they give you with your pills that give you, like, all the instructions. Yeah. And we were talking last night about, like, which what, what the effect of each of those is. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I'm reading the papers because, like, I don't know. I, I want to see. I also want to know if they interact with weed because, fuck. I know penicillin doesn't. But, um, so I'm reading, you know, the instructions and the dosage and whatever. And, like, because sometimes, like, some antibiotics make it so you can't go in the sun or something. I don't know. I don't think mine does that. But I was reading the inserts because I'm responsible. And I look up. And I'm, I'm still on the bus. I look up and I'm in a field. And our whole campus is kind of a field, so I'm like, it's whatever. And I, I go back to reading, and I look up again, and I'm still in a field, but it's a very unfamiliar field. Oh, fuck, where the fuck am I? So I get off the bus immediately. I, I still to this day don't know where I got off, honestly. Like, I don't. That's insane to me. Why? This place is fucking confusing. Yeah, okay. Would you, if you got off somewhere randomly, you would know where it was? It was, like, not, not in town. Not necessarily in the city. It wasn't in the no. city, but it wasn't not in the city. You know what I mean? It was definitely off campus. So it was residential. Mm, yes. Yeah, if, yeah. Then I would know where it was. It was, really? Yeah. Damn. No, dude, I get off, I'm fucking terrified. And I, because my worst fear is getting off like not paying attention to the bus and ending up somewhere random literally my worst fear and i just was getting over it and i was just able to stop obsessively checking google maps every single stop every two seconds because if i look out the window on campus i actually know where i am now which is really nice really yeah have you learned that talent yeah kind of well kinda. you asked today don't that's not even true okay uh <laughs> so i know where i am usually and i was like i'll be fine and i read my stupid medication it was it was like two minutes it wasn't like i was on there for like 45 minutes like in la la land like forgetting where i was you know what i mean it was it happened really fast and i get off and i'm like oh amazing don't know where i am google maps takes me back it's fine but i'm literally just like lost in like a random city with just a banana some soy sauce and two bottles of medications my phone is about to die my airpods are already dead that's the start of a quest right there. Yeah, literally. So I finally make it back. And then... Did anything else happen to me that was traumatizing? Um... I got a lot of things thrown at me. Yeah. So anyways, it, yeah, it was, it was, it was pretty, uh, pretty freaking Yeah, basically, cool. Liana had a, a week. I had a week. I still technically have strep. I feel so much better. I function. I walk around. The entire, like, week when I was sick, I was like, Oh my god, guys, I'm walking around! I'm eating! What the fuck? As if it was such a big deal, which it literally was. It was. It actually was. But, like, that's the level I'm at right now where I'm congratulating myself for... Still today at lunch, I was like, Oh my god, I'm not even throwing up. So, hope you guys are proud of me. 
I know yeah. I am. And be proud of yourselves, too, if that's the biggest accomplishment you've made yeah, today, because, is like, getting out of bed. That's fucking cool. Exactly. Congrats. Saturday and Sunday, I, did, I, went, I got out of bed to pee. And also, okay, I any executive dysfunction people procrastinate going to the bathroom? I've heard of this. You know I don't I mean? do it. But I have to pee. It makes especially sense. being in a loft bed makes it worse because I have to climb down a fucking ladder like a little monkey to go pee. I have to, this is what I have to do. Especially it's worse if it's like 4 a.m. and my two roommates are asleep. I have to get uncomfortableize myself, <laughs> unplug my phone, climb down this ladder without falling and cracking my skull open, which is very hard in the dark. And also a lot of times I'm a little bit high. So it's like really stressful. Find, oh, bug is making a noise over there. Somewhere locate my, both a mask and my wallet. Cause that has my key card in it. Go to the bathroom. The bathroom lights are surgically bright. It's like an operating room. And I, you know, I PA come back. I have to not wake anyone up. I have to go back up that fucking ladder. It's literally traumatizing. In my head, I know I'm going to have to go fucking pee eventually. There's some things you can procrastinate and they just go away. But that that's not one of them. You can procrastinate shitting and it goes away. That's true. <laughs> it's like, it's, you're not that's supposed fact. to do that. It's really bad for you. Don't yeah. do that. But, like, I will have to pee so bad and I will just be in my bed. Like, I really don't want to fucking do this right now. So. <laughs> just getting angry at yourself. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know. It's fucking right. I'm coming back around. See, do you have any things you want to speak about? Sure, yeah. Our podcast uh, topic channel is getting a little bit thin in recent years and days and months. Um, we should have a, a topic suggestion. We should. Type thing. Um, in fact, we can do that right now, actually. How about give us fucking We need to make topics. an email for our podcast. Like, That's true. Thoughts and thoughts at biz.co.uk. Um, yeah. Next episode, we'll inform you. Hell yeah. Um, well, look in the show notes, actually. True. Facts. <laughs> By then, we'll have done it. Um, <laughs> but... As for shit that we do have at the moment, um, we got a couple fucking ideas of things to talk about. Uh, Sage kind of wants to talk about fucking... Oh, we can talk about the infographic in a little bit, but Sage wants to talk about something he's wanted to talk about since, like, the start of the podcast is a new fighting game that is not new by the time this podcast airs. Um, Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl. It's very similar. Oh, it's like the Smash... It's Smash, but There's a lot of Smash, like, offshoots, though. There's the Kung Fu Panda one. Yeah. I spent an entire winter break. I have family in like I don't know if it's, I still don't know if it's New Jersey or New York, and I literally used to go every year. I think it's New Jersey, and I would go up there. It's probably Jersey. It is, and I have like a be- between five and eight year old cousin. I don't really know. All kids are kind of the same. True. And all he would want to do was play Super Smash Bros. Kung Fu Panda version. And that's all we would fucking do together because the adults were off doing whatever. And I would just be with, like, my little six-year-old homie fucking playing. And I want you guys to know he beat me pretty much every fucking time. Kids are good at games. Kids are good at games, especially if it's all they fucking do. But I I got pretty good at Kung Fu Panda Super It doesn't translate to actual Smash. No, it doesn't. And that's kind of a part that I want to talk about yeah. in reference to Nick All-Star Brawl. This is a very fun game that I'm enjoying a lot. Um, but specifically, like, how the button layouts work. What platform is it on? Uh, it's on PC and Xbox and Switch and probably PS4, too. It's not on laptop, which I was kind of sad about, but, um, it has a a different kind of, like, button layout than, like, Melee does, for example, which is, like, the Smash game that I'm most familiar with, the Smash game that I'm best at. Um, and it has a lot of similar mechanics, 
to that as well, but it's just subtly different enough to where, like, I would consider myself to be, like, at least decent at Melee. Um, like, I'm certainly not good at the game. I don't have the technical execution for that. I'm really What's good at... What's the difference between Melee and, like, Super Smash Bros? Uh, I'll, I'll talk about that in a second. Okay. Um, like, I have always been, like, a brain player and not, like, an execution technical player. What? Um, I'm able to think about games very good and, like, come up with strategies and think on the fly. Mm. Um, ah, 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 dog under your leg! What the fuck? It's huge! I it's literally don't huge. see- Oh, shit, you're not wrong. It's fucking prehistoric! Do you see that shit? Where I is do. it? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Here. Uh, I'm traumatized. <laughs> uh, Why? It fucked off. It keeps coming back. It's it the same one from before. Yeah. <laughs> it's a big old fucker. Um, but, uh, in reference to how that works for Nick, Nick Brawl versus Melee, it's like, I would consider myself pretty- The weed cough, not a strep cough. That's true. It's gross, though. Drink water. <laughs> um, but in reference to we'll Nick Brawl versus Melee, um, like, I'm decent at Melee. Um, but I suck dick at you Nick Brawl. You suck dick? No. You, you playing Melee with other males, or what? <laughs> um, yeah, that's funny. That is funny. <laughs> you should tweet that. Um, but... I probably won't. It's very curious to me how that all works, because the mechanics should be something that translates in my head, but they literally just don't. And I, like, can't <laughs> do shit in Nick Brawl. Like, I'm thinking, like, okay, I want to wave dash, I want to fucking air dash and, like, down air this guy twice and not make any sense. get off the ledge. Um, but that just, like, doesn't compute into actually happening. Um, okay. Which is just a, an interesting you thing that I, I wanted to talk about because um, I think that, like, subtle differences between games, like, especially, like, the big one that I'm familiar with, uh, like, the difference between Dota and League, um, like, they're very similar, but they're just, like, subtly different. Oh my god, some bitches, please! Trying. Fuck! Uh, but, like, turning if circles... If any of you see Sage on Bumble, I'm begging you to do us all a fucking favor, please <laughs> fucking say yes. What the fuck? I actually, I appreciate that, but what the fuck? Sorry. <laughs> uh, but, like, maybe you'll stop talking about Dota. Maybe. It would help our podcast viewers, too. It benefits literally everyone on this earth. That's true. So. If you get me a shout up, that's a that's a feat. If you want us to talk about things that aren't f fucking video games, you need to sway. Is it left or right to say yes to someone? I actually don't know. I just do it. You need to say yes to Sage on Bumble. <laughs> uh, Please. Fucking shut you. up. Don't even worry about it. Yeah, like subtle differences, like turning circles in Dota versus League. You can instantly turn around in League. You can't instantly turn around in Dota. Um, that, like, literally breaks people's brains and, like, makes them good at other games. Oh my god, just get good at the video game. That they can't be in others. Um, but moving on to potentially more interesting shit to people that have real brains. <laughs> um, worker strikes. Unionization. That shit has been going on it's recently. It's awesome. It's fucking cool. It's been going on here. Our classes got canceled. Well, my class yeah. got canceled. Yeah. Uh, there was a literally a rally uh, on campus for like better housing and shit that happened the other day. Oh really? Yep. I wasn't even there. Oh, I was, but like I didn't know about it. Yeah. Because I live here. Yeah. <laughs> um, but in the in the week that we were recording this, I'm just slurping these uh, Striketober right has uh, been ongoing. It will Do hopefully. Do people call it that, or are you just coining? The, it, no, no, it's a, it's a thing that people are calling you it. You like to coin terms. I do. I'm a little coiner guy. I don't think guy. you're gonna catch on though. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. Um. But 
uh, Striketober hopefully is still happening in November when this podcast goes live. <laughs> that would be cool. The bug was uh, back, Because strikes and unionization are fucking lit, and it sort of became a norm for the U.S. in Prehistoric uh, creature. In the Industrial Revolution, sort of like the early 1900s, the, the 10s, the 20s, the 30s, um, that unions became very popular and had a lot of power to collectively bargain. Um, and could, like, affect a lot of change. Um, like, very famously, like, FDR was, like, super pro-union, did a lot of shit in, in that respect. Um, but unions kind of stopped existing in the same, like, very powerful and known-about form for a really long time in U.S. history. People are always complaining about the Dooders Union, though, now. Yeah. Um, Which, good. They're good. Yeah. I think. I think overall they're probably good. I, it's weird that they, like, lobby for campaigns and shit, but, like, whatever. They kind of got to do what they got to do. Um, but in terms of unionization now, it's kind of on the upswing again. It's kind of coming back. There was uh, a lot of talk. I can't remember. It was earlier this year. Maybe it was last year. COVID blends everything together. Um, Amazon workers were going on strike. Oh, yeah. um, Amazon, Amazon strikes awesome were talks. fucking happening. Um, they kind of stopped getting talk about after they sort of failed to, like... Reclaim this factory. Like strikes, you don't ever hear about them working anymore. Yeah, um, but they are a thing that's constantly ongoing. Um, if you are a person who is employed and has a boss, get a fucking union. Yeah, that's true. Um, they're super useful, super helpful. Walmart union dues don't. Unionized, dude. Yeah, union dues are jack shit. They don't cost dick all for you, and oh. that you can negotiate better wages, better work hours, better benefits. Everything you could possibly think of that is making your job shitty right now can be improved through unionization. Um, so do that. Get on that shit. Um, and support them, even if you're not in a uh, job-like scenario at the moment. Um, in sort of reference to that, though, we have uh, a different kind of leftism, I guess you could call it. Um, that is very uh, provocative and common in current day times. Uh, performative leftism That's true. is going around. That's it everywhere. always goes Insta around. Insta stories, um, Instagram story infographics. Yeah, if you have ever on your Instagram story posted a thing that says, if you repost this on your story, we will donate X amount of money to Those this are charity. Bullshit, right? None of them are real. If you've done that, I'm very sorry. You have been scammed. Not really, but like, you didn't do yeah. jack shit. I have a hot take. I don't know how hot it is. I have a warm take. You know how everyone complains about, oh, you guys posting the infographics on your story? What's happening in Yemen? Like, stuff like that. You know what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. When you post an infographic that describes a political thing and is like, here are these petitions, whatever. Obviously, petitions don't work. I am not that mad. People always say that those infographics are performative and they don't do shit. I disagree because I think they're pretty fucking informative. I think it's an easily digestible way to quickly get, not informed, but at least aware of an, an, an issue. And people are like, oh, it raises awareness. It does. I've yeah. been, my awareness has been raised to things I didn't know about before from Instagram infographics. Obviously, they're not making material change. They're not, like, doing, like, physical, tangible things. But just by more people knowing about it and more people knowing more about it, 
you have helped and by directing people especially it depends how well the infographic is made sometimes it's literally just a, a change.org and that's eh, kind of bullshit doesn't work sometimes the end of the infographic the left side here are ways you can help will have actual gofundmes like mutual yeah. aid sometimes it'll literally be like useful and i think yeah. it, it's like people kind of bash the infographic girlies when it yeah there's other maybe better things you could possibly be doing for whatever cause but out of the things that you can do especially like a lot of these things are like teenagers and like high schoolers like what are they supposed to fucking do yeah i usually when i criticize this i don't come at it from the angle of like you should be doing something differently it's just like you think that you're doing something that is meaningful and generally speaking it's not really it's only performative if and this is a very real issue you're one of the people that's always posting infographics and is always like national coming out day this is what it means like don't force anyone to come out and and stuff like that and then offline in real life not on fucking instagram is like calling people slurs in the hallways or not even that just like refusing to like use someone's pronouns just like little things like that it is performative if you're gonna do those and then go uh, look the other direction and then post the infographics then it's like fuck you yeah but in general they're not useless i i don't disagree with that um i think the the sort of topic i want to explore with this is more so how when those infographics you know get pumped out because you'll see like 10 different people post them on their stories they're all the same and then everyone Um, forgets about it and then exactly they disappear they leave um and that's the thing that always irritates me because if you you know, don't follow my Instagram. Don't do that. It's a bad idea. Um, but if you did do that, you would see that I talk about, like, the same shit, like, three times a week. Like, mm-hmm. I just constantly am on the same issues, um, and when I find new shit that yeah. I think is cool, I'll talk about it. Um, but if you, for example, say, like, oh, here's the genocide in Yemen. Here's what's happening. And then don't talk about it for a week. Nobody now remembers the genocide in Yemen. I honestly think that a few people having a really deep understanding of some issues is better than a bunch of people having a very broad li- yeah a bunch yeah. a bunch of issues but knowing not very much about them i agree you know what i mean i think it's better i think it's more likely for like shit to happen so i, I respect that yeah because um, like if you're very like on a what's the word superficially if you're yes. very superficially interested in something you're not going to be calling senators and donating and like doing and like going door to door and doing all this shit if you are very deep into one issue you're a lot more likely to do that yeah, which you should and do. And at that, the end of the way. day, it doesn't matter That's how many people. It's actually really useful. It doesn't matter how many people are very marginally interested in the issue, if they're never actually gonna like do anything. It doesn't fucking matter, unless it's like something you could very easily vote on. But still, because people don't vote. People don't. People only fill out the part of the ballot that's like, okay, president, and they leave everything else blank. That's true. This is a thing that I'm literally actively studying at the moment: is uh, the recall election and how, like. For at least Democratic voters, um, everyone showed up to vote no on the recall. Yeah. But who should replace Gavin Newsom? Only like half of the people voted on that question that voted no that voted. on the recall. Well, Literally, that means they only voted half. yes on the recall. They voted to recall him. No, you, you you can tick a box. Yeah. And like if you say no, you can also tick a box for who should replace. Because like if you don't get what you want on the first thing, you can still okay, have okay, influence okay. on the second thing. Okay. Um, so even if he doesn't get rehauled, we can still... Oh, I did not fucking know that. Uh, wait, hold on. What did you... Okay, because the way I thought it was, was... Oh, God! It went away. Big bug. Was fucking flew right that. next to my ear. 
fucking traumatizing. That shit was like that. Yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> it's fucking bad. We've been being harassed by this one yellow jacket this entire episode. He's a big fucker. Fuck. Fucking Jesus okay. Christ. So what was your so- understanding of this issue? Because I, I, thought- I might be telling okay. you incorrectly. Right I thought now, that so. when you voted... It was like, do you want Gavin Newsom to go away? Yes or no? That is the first question. If you say yes, I want him to go away, mm-hmm. then they say, who do you want him to be replaced with? If you say no, you just say no. No. How it if works? If you say no, you can still have you input, can input still on... You can still input on I did not know that. So then there you go. Then now you are you are literally you part of the Democratic people, voter base. Most people didn't know didn't, that they left it blank. Okay. Yes. Okay. Most people didn't touch the second question because they, because didn't, they didn't know, know they, they had could. influence over it. They thought that Gavin Newsom just wouldn't be recalled. They didn't think it mattered to vote on the second thing. They um, thought that he would be recalled or they thought that that wasn't a section you could fill out? <laughs> uh, both, okay. either. Okay. Um, okay. Any amount of reasons, really. Um, that makes sense. But being informed about issues is very important because of things like that. Um, like, I am under no false impressions that, like, for example, Gavin Newsom was under any threat of being removed from office. There was no yeah, chance in California true. that was going to happen. Um, but, but also, weren't all the options for the replacements, like, the votes, like, the worst of all time? Uh, yes, there was actually okay, so zero good Democratic I wouldn't vote candidates. on that either, then. Uh, yeah, there was one cool green guy. Uh, I think his da- Dan Kaplowitz got, like, still, 1%. Still, um, if there wasn't, like, a somewhat well-known... Democratic, like you know what I mean. If yeah, there, still, there was like no... a viable-ish guy, I wouldn't have voted if I, which I did vote. No, I, I, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have filled that thing out either. I, I think if I was any fucking Democrat in the United States, in the California, I, if I wanted him to not be recalled, I would vote no. But on top of that, in this specific election, just because of who the candidates were, I would have left it blank. I wouldn't have chosen one of them. Interesting. I think that's why. I don't think it's because they like were too confident. They didn't think yeah. they didn't need to. I think it's because literally, like, I mean, any like I said, any amount of reasons. Because um, certainly there was people that were like on the same line of thinking as me. There's literally no chance he gets recalled, and therefore it doesn't matter for me to pick a like commit brain power to picking a replacement because there was like a hundred candidates yeah. on the ballot. Yeah, um, yeah, that's also true. But another interesting aspect of the recall that people really aren't talking about that much is um, who the Republicans rallied around to Larry replace Elder? him. Larry fucking oh, Elder. Oh, my God. Some C-tier fucking news talk radio host nobody knows about. Um, Little psycho, right? Absolutely. Against the, the concept of a minimum wage, um, anti-mask, anti-vaccine, the whole fucking business. When you said anti-mask... My brain is so fried from like gay LGBT discourse that I thought you meant like mask. Anti masculine. Masculine. Yeah, I thought you meant M A S C. Like That's fucking people funny. who are anti Okay, anyways. Um, yeah, no, I'm sure he's very pro traditional masculine type shit, which is not awesome. Um, but it's very interesting that they chose this in particular person to be the challenge to Gavin Newsom because he is so extreme. Um, He's the woke to the right um, that I feel like, especially for a lot of like, because uh, in California there's a significant sect of the state that is no party preference as opposed to other states. Like for example, that's true, right? Um, yeah, in like Montana or something, you'll find like ten percent max with like no party preference. In California, ours? it's like about a third. Really? Or no party preference? Yeah. Can you wait? Uh, th- this is a derailment. Can you explain why you have to? When you register to vote, you have to choose a party, otherwise you, like, can't... You don't have to, but, like, you can't vote in some elections if you don't. Uh, well, in California, it's actually very interesting, um, because being no party preference actually usually gives you more options on who to vote for. 
Is that the same with, like, federal elections and stuff? No, it is not. Uh, <coughs> California has a not cool, to be honest, because the cool shit is direct democracy, and I can talk about that uh, yeah. in a little yeah. bit, but... Um, it is certainly cooler than the way that we federally elect officials. Absolutely. Um, we have a top two system, which means that it's not necessarily just going to be Democrat versus Republican. It's just whoever, the two people that get the most votes in the primaries. Well, we know who that's going to be, though, obviously. In, no, actually. Um, usually, at least, uh, in most places in California, the top two just is two Democrats. That's cool. Oh well, um, yeah. Well yeah. Well yeah. Um, which you you could expect generally speaking. But like it's gonna it's not gonna be like a random party. It's gonna be Democrats or Republicans. Yeah, I mean it it does this system in California that we have does not at all leave room for like third parties. That it just objectively back, doesn't do that. Back. Um, but uh, in terms of like voting options, for example, like no party preference uh, in the primaries is where this matters um, because in the primaries. If you are registered as a Democrat or registered as a Republican, in the primaries, you can only vote for Democratic or Republican candidates in the primary. Which ones are the primaries? I know what they are, but I'm high. Uh, primaries are just they're the, the election that happens first. The top two who win the primaries go to the general. For president? For, well, no, because, I mean, we, no. For, for what? For governor, for state senate, for state representatives, um... So it can only be a Democratic or Republican candidate that gets those jobs? No, because there's also a Green Party. So if I'm, for example, if I'm registered Green, which mm -hmm. I actually am, mm -hmm. um, I can only vote on Green Party candidates ah, in the primary. Okay, okay. Um, so you can't vote outside of parties. So that, that ensures that there's one candidate per party who moves on. Not necessarily, because again, um, it's just top two, so if oh, the yeah. Democrats show up in fucking strength, which they usually do, they'll outnumber whatever the Republicans did in their primary. Um, okay. but sense. the key thing in this is that no party preference can choose to vote on anybody. Okay. They get a That's list good. on their ballot with all the Democrats, all the Republicans, all the Independents, Green Party, they get everybody on their ballot. Um, so why doesn't everyone do no party preference? A lot of people are. It's a very common option to do. Um, still like everybody. But right? still, the parties dominate state politics yeah. um, just because people want to choose a team and feel represented by it because our brains are poisoned and bad. Red team good. I mean, red, wait, red team bad. Yo. <laughs> hey, uh, no, red isn't communist, don't worry. Yeah, true. Facts. Um, but... Uh, it's it's becoming much more of a thing that like no party preference is like uh, becoming a, a bigger role in California politics. Um, but what's interesting is that in the general election, everybody, no matter what your party allegiance is, if you're a registered Democrat, if you're a registered Republican, whatever, everybody gets the list of all the candidates to vote on in the general election. Uh -huh. But only in the primaries do the no party preference voters get to vote on everybody. They're the only one with that privilege in the okay. primaries. I get it. Uh, whereas everybody gets that privilege in general, uh, which is very curious. Um, but is certainly an improved system over any other state um, where if you are a registered Democrat in both the general and the primary, you can only vote on the Democrat. Um, which is obviously ass backwards and, you know, it will always be Democrat versus Republican in those states. Um, absolutely no upward mobility for third parties or any other kind of... Third parties. Uh, so true. <laughs> Big bug. <laughs> um, but we sort of 
tangented uh, to this literally recall. I don't. I literally don't know how we got here. Oh, we're talking um, about recall. Yeah, but we were talking about something before then. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Uh, no, really do you want to talk about yes, this fucking infographic? Okay, so. I'm just sitting minding my fucking business, and Sage pulls this out. I was like, what are your thoughts on this? I did say that. Um, so this is a study <laughs> that got did. You said um, that voice. You're like, what are your thoughts on this? What are your thoughts on this? Are no. It, what would like be a, your ideal no, hat like out of one dumb, of these? like, man voice. Oh, thanks. Sorry. <laughs> you have, like, kind of a... You have a medium voice. You have a medium voice? Because some guys sound dumb as fuck. Okay. In, like, a cute way, though. In, like, a... Oh. Oh? You're dumb? <laughs> okay. I don't know. Yeah. Just kidding. Uh, just kidding. so this... What we're talking about... Any this himbos, fucking what? infographic... Uh, is a study that was done. Uh, I don't know by who. I'm not that fucking cool. What if it's not real? It's... It's real. Okay. Um, there's about 20,000 participants that took part in it, and it's basically arranging... Can we cite it in the show notes? Well, we'll put the JPEG in the sure, show notes. Sure, yeah. Um, it's we'll a... make it the art for this episode. Uh, no, no, then it will no, be a quality image. Yeah. <laughs> uh, show notes. It's a layout of sexual fetishes across a political compass. So, throwback to episode two. Um, We're all, all the way down here, right? Both of us are... We are both, like... Bottom left. Bottom left libertarian. You're a bottom leftist. I am. No you. freaking way! That's pretty cool. Um, that should be your Twitter bio. <laughs> uh, but... It's like a go-gurt. Basically, this arranges stuff. So, for example, uh, you know, bondage is something that is listed here. It's on the left. It's not very libertarian. When you say on the left, you mean that... The people who specifically said they were into that, on also average, were, were also on the left. On the left. Yes, okay. that's correct. So it, it, it's, okay. It's okay. basically just mapping it. both it. things together. It's out together. of everyone that, is it, is it out of everyone everyone, or is it out of everyone that likes that kink? Um, it is everyone that likes that kink, and then you also... Overlap so, it with the data overlap from the Okay, yes, I get it, correct. I get it, I get it. Um, which is why you can see when we, you know, when you see this infographic, uh, there is hardly any fetishes in both authoritarian... Uh, left and libertarian right because it's impossible to land in those quadrants because the political com true. compass test is bad um, But it is still fun to mm. Explore this to a certain extent because uh, you can see for example in authoritarian right land, you know, there's race play <laughs> age yep. play Uniforms But all the ones that like shouldn't like aren't really kinks that are just like you're fucked in the head are on yeah can, We can get into kink discourse because necrophilia <laughs> That, yeah, why is that even included in the study as a kink? Well, I guess, I get why, but, like, that's not a kink. But we can, we can, after this, we can get into kink discourse, because some people are, like, defending fucked up shit. That's true. That does, yeah, that does happen. I um, am honestly a proud kink shamer. Yeah. I think, I think it's good in, in the right circumstances. Um, but, basically... I think I did good. <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> See, don't if you kink shamer. I'm like, you want me to be ashamed? So, you lose. Yeah. Okay, great. Yeah. This isn't fun for either of us. Okay. It's funny. <laughs> That's true. Um, but basically, this this study is just confirming- Sorry, I'm crinkling my jelly sticks. Yeah, you are. I thought we outlawed food in the podcast. Nah, dude, this one you can't even hear me eating it. I hope. <laughs> me know you what, hope? Me You're, they're gonna be able to hear it. No, that's not true. Well, they'll, they'll hear the crinkling, but not the eating. Okay, that's fair. Um, but the study basically just confirms that uh, 
if you're a libertarian left, you've got cool fetishes. Yeah, um, literally all the like, baseballs are there. Fucking literally. Males submitting. That one fucking is on there. heavy bondage. Fucking choking. <laughs> all the cool shit. Everything that all you the, want. All the Tuesday night activities. Yeah. All the just me and the bestie activities. Mm-hmm. Except with me, it's literally true because me and my besties. I'm not even sexually attracted to that gender, and I still... It's just bestie vibes. Yeah, throwback to last episode. It's just bestie vibes. That's true, that was last episode. It was. It's just bestie vibes. When I'm, like, really besties with someone, like, obviously, like, I don't know. I don't know. It's just, like, bestie vibes only, I guess. But sometimes guys will be like, I'm kinky, and they're just a misogynist. That's true. And then <laughs> that's like, why I, I don't want trust... to hit women yeah. in and it's out like, oh, of wow, you're a doing, bedroom situation. <laughs> you're doing something that's never been done before. Wow, you're fucking revolutionary. Like, no. But when girls are like, I want to subjugate men, you are thinking out of the outside of the box. It is outside of the box. You it's are uncalled. revolutionary. You are a pioneer. You're cool. I and like do you. You want to hit me? Yeah. So that's that's what that is. And then also, sorry, I'm moving around the bench. A lot of times people will say that things are kinks, which, like, like, race play, I don't, I, you, I'm not denying that you can be into that, but I don't think, there are some kinks that it's just not ethical to practice. I 100% agree. At all. Especially with, um, C and C, like, consensual non-consent, there's so much discourse over, because people say that they use it to cope. And, like, they use it to, which I 100%, like, this makes sense to me as, like, a survivor. Like, it makes sense because people will say they use it to reenact. And obviously, like, not obviously, but, like, if you read anything about, like, trauma, you know that a lot of times, like, a key phrase people say is, like, um, survivors like to reenact their abuse and stuff. And that's why people, like, seek out guys who are similar, not guys, but people, to their abuser. So people say, yeah, (laughs) people say that it's, it's a way for them to reenact their trauma in a safe environment, which is literally, like, I 100% see why that's therapeutic, and, like, that makes sense to me, 100%. However, you are now involving a second person, at least, in your roleplay, who is now literally just, and you are as well. You are both being conditioned, literally Pavlov conditioned, to be aroused by a rapual situation. Yeah. And that's also the thing with, like, age play, like 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 ddlg type shit because mm. they're like it's it's whatever it's safe it's like not harming anyone but now you're associating diapers and pacifiers with like fucking you know what i mean and your brain your monkey brain yeah, can't tell the difference it's gonna associate in your weirdly. head you think that it's like oh you're drawing all these lines and whatever and that you would never like actually get off to someone who like doesn't want you to be fucking them and then that's exactly what you're doing. You're in your head, like, in your conscious mind, it's different, but in your, like, the base level of your brain, you are, your brain is perceiving you to be fucking someone who doesn't want it. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. It's not like, I don't, I, I literally see how it's okay, but just because something has therapeutic value or can be used as a coping mechanism doesn't mean it's fucking healthy. And doesn't mean it's, like, ethical to do. There are things, like, causing people pain, pe- like, that's, like, illegal to do. Like, if you're, like, fucking cutting people up and shit, that's, like, really, really, really weird and gross and weird. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, you would never do that. I, I wouldn't. It's illegal. It's 
I think it's honestly it can be done ethically because that that doesn't like fuck with like your mind in a way that's like you know what I mean. And people have like hypnosis yeah. kinks and like at some point safe, sane, and consensual. There are some things that are not safe but can still be sane and consensual, which that that's now the a- acronym risk aware consensual kink. Because if like so, if someone's like choking you, that's not safe. You know what I mean? There is no, always a risk to that, yeah. no matter what. Yeah, there's always a chance. But sane and consensual something. are the key. Yeah, sane and consensual are the key words here. But if you're like hypnosis kinking someone, or like there's a lot of kinks where you just like, like get like you're getting fucked with in your head. Yeah. At some point, that's no longer sane. I agree. And if something's not sane, it's not consensual. It's true. So, something to think about. I think that's. That's good. That's like, good, good shit that I you have just presented everything. to the podcast. No, I don't know, because, like, there's, I don't know, I don't, I don't know, dude. There's some people who are like, I'm kinky, and all they're into is, like, also, and I think for it to be ethical consumption of kink, you have to know, at least try to unpack it a little bit. Like, if you have, like, a daddy kink, you need to just, like, know that that comes from... You should think about that for yeah. a second. <laughs> Not that, like, you should be ashamed or whatever. Like, people call me daddy all the time. But you need to, like, know at least... Like, that's a pretty obvious one. With that one, you really do need to know that it comes from, like, a societal whatever. And, like, uh, I know in, like, the rope community, people call... Uh, there's, like, the p- person who ties up and there's the person who is getting tied up. People call the person who's getting tied up a rope bunny. And that's fine. It's not inherently offensive. You need to know that it comes from... Sort of misogynist. It comes from like Playboy Bunny. Yep. There's a whole history yep. here. Yep. But it, 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 you know what I mean. You have to at least like be aware of those things and not be just like, yeah. It's you're not hurting anyone. But think about it. Think about it. Think about it. Think about your sexual fetishes. Think man. before you kink. Oh. Ooh, that's good. Um. <laughs> also, if you're a man, I don't even know what to tell you, dude. Let let someone please just let someone beat you up. Like it's reparations. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> no, I'm not sorry. If you're into that, um, fucking now we're gonna we we love we love bad, Sage's though. segues on this show. Make from, a good make a good segue from shit that. Uh, no, you have Liana to say. Oh, so saying, talking about this, you uh, you have to. Yeah, I mean sometimes of- sometimes it's easy to do, sometimes it's not. This is not one of those times. So we're gonna have a real sick and awesome transition. If to say speaking of. Uh yeah, speaking of, the left, I guess that was kind of related okay. at the okay. start of this. Yeah, it was. Um, the left, you guys, hello, probably most of the people mm-hmm. listening Imagine. to this podcast. <laughs> um, shut the fuck up about language. That's true. Yeah. Uh, I was reading an article the other day that was explaining a position saying uh, how the use of swear words is inherently violent. And I was upset at this article. um, Touch grass. Because I think that uh, certainly with, you know, saying like, I'm going to rape this person. Touch grass. Well, yeah, that's obviously violent. That's, like, obviously violent. Like, or or if you, if in the context of saying... I see a wasp and I say, fuck, what the fuck? Yeah. Who am I hurting? Who are you hurting? I wish I was hurting the wasp. Yeah. I do endorse that. Fuck wasps. Um, yeah, I don't know what the fucking environmental reasons to have wasps is. I'm sure somebody can telepathically send that to Figs. Liana. 
figs. I know. Figs? Yep. Wasps and figs have all a symbiotic. Right. Not all figs, not all wasps, but they have, like, a symbiotic relationship. <laughs> not all figs. Yeah, literally. Yeah, literally. <laughs> but, like, you know what I mean? Like, only some species they have a symbiotic relationship, and the wasps, like, die on the inside of the fig, and they get the fig, like, absorbs and enzymes and eats them up. So when you're eating certain types of figs, you're eating not, like, straight-up raw wasp. It's, like, been... Not decomposed. It's been, it's been like... Tra- kind of chemically transformed into into fig, but it, it it it's wasp. It was once wasp. Does that make sense? Because yeah. it doesn't even make sense when no, when it I really read doesn't. it. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> but you know, you, you you get what I'm trying to say. Sure, um, but basically, I I saw that and it it got me going. Do I have vocal fry? Fuck. Yeah, you're sounding a little. I different. think I'm a vocal fried little guy. Yeah. Burgers and vocal fries. Yeah, uh, my voice usually gets like fucked after this podcast for like two days. All right, dude. I just talk this much, like. I know. I, I'm not. I'm not yeah. that that kind of dude, though. Okay. Uh, but this kind of got me down a fucking. That pissed me off. Sorry. Uh, research on my own fucking rabbit hole of like discovering shit about like fucking platformism and all I'm the really dumb high. things the left does. Platformism is good. Um. And, like, how the left likes to constantly say, like, oh, all ideas are valid, everything is to fucking come to the table. Um, I shouldn't say the left when I say this, I should say liberals, because that's the case. Okay, um, that's true. But, shut the fuck up about language. Um, you guys probably hear that plane, huh? Shut the fuck up about, like, hearing your racist uncle... Like, sometimes people are too far gone, man. Yeah, literally. Um, you can't convince everybody. It's literally not possible. And it's not, not your job to fix your racist uncle. It's I not. want that out there. It's really not your job, man. If you want to try, try. Like, I try. It's a thing that I do. I can't. Because also, debating people left and right constantly, not like, poli- like you know what I mean? Like, here and there, everywhere, up and down, all around, mm. is fucking exhausting. It really is. It's mentally People draining. will literally just, like, debate me. No. no. And also, for Don't me... Don't debate people. I know I'm fucking double, triple, uber-duber exhausted because you will know that either being perceived as female, being perceived as queer, or identifying as anything non-binary, any of those, and, and more things other than that, but for me personally, those four things, you will not have a free moment when you are not debating someone for the right to exist. You know what I mean? Yeah. I tell people my pronouns are they them. Obviously not anymore, and I'm so fucking thankful for that. But in middle school, are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. I tell someone my pronouns are they them. We're arguing for the next four hours. It's like, oh, you're not I'm actually real. To, yeah, because I'm trying to, like, explain to them. You know what I mean? You can't live without debating people if you're a certain type of person. And if you are, hit my line. You're probably hot. You're probably gay. But, like, you're probably cool. <laughs> what was I saying? Uh, debate me, bros. Yeah, it's fucking exhausting. And I'm just saying the same shit over and over to different people. Hey, you can't say that. This is why. And it's a su- such a fucking simple explanation. I'm so sick of it. I'm, I don't feel like convincing anyone ever. If someone comes up to me and they say, like, I know my friends in customer service jobs, like, random people, like, crazy fuckers will come up to them and be like, yeah, the 5G. And, like, and you just, like, don't. I would just be like, okay, yeah. Yeah. It's crazy out there. Yeah, you, know you just mean? have to go along I don't with have it. the f- I don't give we a We don't shit. have the bandwidth to deal what, with How that. is that my responsibility? If you believe something fucked up, obviously, like, okay, fuck you. It's not- I didn't sign up to fix you. Yeah. There's people for that. There's yeah. there's people who go knock on doors and say, let me talk to you about leftism, right? Mm-hmm. And um, who actually sign up for that. And it's, it, it's like, something that, like, I occasionally will find myself doing and is, like, trying to fix people. But, yeah, it's- there is a sect of this country, at least 20%, yeah. especially evangelical Christians, you can't talk to them. 
Yeah. You're not allowed. And Don't also, do it. people Stop. are some people are changeable on some issues, but on other issues, you just can't. Yeah. Um, for example, actually, that's a that's a great point. Um, for example, I was able to convince my uncle that free college is a good idea. Mm-hmm. I will never, ever attempt to convince I him that Bernie we should end pilled, the wars. I Bernie pilled one of my most racist uncles. Congrats. He literally voted for Bernie in 2016. Fuck yeah. He's still racist. Yeah. You know what I mean? If And especially because my family is Persian and they grew up during the revolution where, like, I, I don't know that much about it, but, like, the, the country was being, like, aggressively muslimified in like a it was going hard in, in like the a violent paint way and in the taint yeah so my um, mom the u.s who, couldn't even stop what was yeah. going on and we're, so we're jewish and any any persians who are not muslim feel persecuted i would get i would say because my mom wasn't she was really long she was young she was like in elementary middle school and she was like a little kid and she felt that like these muslim people were persecuting or whatever for not being muslim because people would actually fuck with her for being jewish they would like make fun of her yeah like, that's real but now a minimum 40 probably 50 years later we'll be walking and there will be a hijabi woman minding her fucking business like pushing a kid in a stroller a hundred yards away, my mom will see her and, like, start ranting and being, like, oh, they're dogs and, like, spitting on the ground and, like, what? Dude, That's are you crazy. okay? No, they're not, is the answer to that. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? This woman isn't even aware, like, hasn't even looked over my mom's direction. And I'm not saying this woman as if it was, like, a one time that this happened. I'm saying, like, it, multiple, a lot, like, almost every time my mom would see someone who was, like, visibly Muslim. You know what I mean? Yeah. She would start getting fucking pissed the fuck off and like mm. yeah um water break yeah <laughs> what the, what the fuck like i don't i don't know what's wrong with you that you feel the need to like you know what i mean where did this start off at uh we i don't know where it started but we can keep going with this Oh, because um, i want to angry. talk about Israel yeah Palestine. so so my yeah so my <laughs> uncle was really really racist and i still he voted for Bernie. I don't know if he did in 2020, but in 2016, he voted for Bernie. He still kind of does the same thing that my mom does to where, like, you know what I mean? And, and especially, like, I have, an, I have a great aunt who is this guy's sister, literally this guy's sister who voted for Bernie. And they have all the same views who one time I was, like, sitting and, like, I don't know, we were at a restaurant somewhere. And she saw, like, a black man across the street and literally was, like, King Kong. Holy shit. I know. That's insane. I know. And it's like, you know the women who, like, lock their doors when, like, a black guy's crossing the street? It's like that. That's my entire family. And that's still my uncle that voted for Bernie will still do that and will still lock the doors. And 100% says the N-word and 100% says slurs and 100% is sexist and treats women like fucking garbage and cannot keep a relationship because of it. He still voted for Bernie. So... It's yeah. just interesting. Actually, it was real Palestine. I'm about to. Yeah, I'll okay. we'll get to that in a second. Put a pin in that. Uh, um, remind oh, me. Yeah. Um, but just a quick side note: that is a real thing. It's um, And especially in regards to voting for Bernie in 2016 versus voting for Bernie in 2020, mm. I expect your uncle did not vote for Bernie again. I expect right. that because the demographic shift uh, for who support, supported Bernie between 2016 and 2020 drastically changed his voting base was completely different um in 2020 bernie had inroads he had kind of a different really well he did yeah he had a different strategy um but he bernie made really good inroads in 2016 with like white working class Mm -hmm. rural americans and he lost all of them in 2020 to trump to trump Mm -hmm. um but instead what he got 
was the Latino vote, who is, like, universally across all of American politics, they are the voting group that is least likely to go out and vote. Um, oh, no. Yeah, it... Because lots of them are undocumented or have oh. family members who are undocumented, so voting so, is yeah. a challenge to okay, do okay, or okay. is potentially risky. That shit is so bullshit. Man. It's bananas. Um, different podcast for a different I day. I have an undocumented uncle. Um, <laughs> I don't know. But Bernie was able to make my mom's boyfriend is like almost fucking to get deported. Thick, solid, and tight inroads with the Latino community. Don't say that. Um, okay. What if I want to though? Don't. All right. <laughs> I'll take away my life points. Damn. Oh, we have to get to talk about that, too. Every time I make Sage do something, like, fill my Brita and, like, vacuum my room, he gets a couple of life points. You guys decide what happens when he gets to a thousand. A thousand's a lot. No, dude, it's not even. It's probably not. I ask you to do, like, a hundred tasks a day, dude. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um. <laughs> big, thick, tight inroads. Big, thick, meaty inroads with the Latino community. Um, and which is why he was the oh, yeah. candidate that won California in uh, the 2020 primary. Um, but but yeah. it's just a very interesting demographic switch. Anyway, back, circling back, taking that pin out now, Israel Palestine. Palestine. Oh, my family is so fucked on that issue. I bet. Because, okay, I don't know, I keep bringing up how Persian people are like literally racist, but like Persian Jews will literally vote for Trump because of his Israel yeah. policies. Yeah. And so the thing is, is my mom calls Bernie a self-hating Jew because he didn't go to the, what's it called? Like the A... Uh, APAC. Yeah. Yeah, because he didn't go to that. And didn't he have like a real like moral objection? There was like some... Mm. Yeah, reason. well, because APAC sucks and because Israel sucks, okay. as we're going to discuss. Yeah. So my mom is always like, no, I hate Bernie. Fuck Bernie. He's a self-hating Jew. And... So the, the idea that, like, the idea of Israel and of Judaism are, like, completely inseparable inseparable in, like, my family and, like, a lot of Persian, Californian people's eyes. I don't know. I can't speak for other states, but, like... Yeah, I don't know. But I, I assume, like, I don't know, all Persian people are kind of... I'm literally racist. But, like, it's true. All Persian people are really racist to all per other Persian people. And all Persian people say all Persian people. <laughs> I swear to God. That's funny. My mom's a like real estate agent, and like she refuses to work with Persians, and she says that she's like, I hate working with Persian people. So they literally hate each other. So what? The, how's that for self hating? But my, <laughs> they are so deeply fucking embedded in, in, uh, you know, Israelness, and and my mom's never been. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's just the idea that to be Jewish, you have to support Israel. To, till the ends of the earth my mom i'll be minding my business my mom will send me a facebook link always facebook to an article israeli man kills a million palestinian children you know what i mean just mm -hmm. out, i don't know like 4 a.m yeah you know just to that level because they're just like so consumed by what did you want to say about that issue uh yeah so israel palestine is an issue that lots of people think is very complex lots of people I don't think, think that it is though it is very very simple um, so here is Israel-Palestine. It's just that religion is The state of Palestine has existed for many moons. If there wasn't religion involved, none of this, like, would be happening. That's true. Um, the, the state of Israel, of uh, Palestine, sorry, has existed for a very long time in the Middle East, um, centered right next to fucking Jordan and all the rest of them. Um, but after World War II, uh, Hitler happened, did a lot of awesome and cool things to Jewish people. Uh -huh. uh, that's 
cap. I, I can't even make a joke about that. Um, <laughs> I can. I'm Jewish. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> I'm not that Jewish. I mean, I am Jewish, but like, I didn't really get like real bar mitzvah. I got like fake bar mitzvah. <laughs> it was a mime. It was. That's insane. Did I not tell you the story? No, uh, this is new. Okay, I didn't want. Really, I like decided I was atheist. Well, I, I had my Satanist phase, which still it's it's space. Cool. I had my Satanist phase, like atheist, just in general atheist, like middle school. It wasn't a phase. I'm still obviously. Well, I'm kind of pagan, but I don't actually. I'm like an atheist pagan. Does that make sense? You are spiritual. Yeah, um, but also I don't believe in spirits. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm literally, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm just pagan because like I like to like. It's make, just fun. Make things with herbs. Yeah. Yeah. And like yeah. Yeah. That's my and, friend with astrology. Yeah. 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 So, um, what was I saying, what was I saying, what was I saying, what was I saying? Uh, your so mind was Yeah, I was my atheist phase, and I, I decided I didn't want to get bar mitzvah because it's a lot, there's no non-binary version, I'm just saying the masculine one, because bar is male and bot is female, I'm just, whatever. So I, it's a lot of work, for those of you who don't know, it's, you have to, it's just a lot of work, you have to like learn almost completely to like read Hebrew, you read a lot of passages from the Torah, it is so much work. And it's like a, whatever, and I just didn't want to fucking do it. And also, cause I would always be going to like bar mitzvahs of random motherfuckers, and like, I would hate the uh, the the beginning part, the ceremony. I would I wanted to fucking and obviously I like cause I had ADHD and like right you're synagogues like synagogues literally and dying yeah are the worst place for that, especially as a little kid. I didn't yeah. have a phone. I could bring books. And I would, and I would hide them under, like, the, the actual, like, the prayer, like, the Torah yeah, book. Yeah, yeah, Because it would be, like, a bound hardcover book, and I would just, like, slip my little book in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but <laughs> it, it's, like, that, those are the worst places for, like, ADHD. It's, like, or especially autism, because the lights in are in the fucking, it's so loud. So, anyways, I didn't want to do it. So I was, like, I'm not going to. I don't have to. No one can make me. And they got so mad at me, obviously. My parents literally, like, took me, dropped me off at my old, like, Hebrew preschool to get the, like, staff there to try to, like, convince me to, like, not even to convince me to get vomits, but to convince me to stop being atheist. Insane. And it's almost, it's kind of insane that they, like, they went along with it. Because they're pretty progressive, like, the head rabbi is lesbian, like, they're pretty progressive. Um, they're Reconstructionist Jews, we're not Orthodox. But I would have killed myself by now, no offense. Um, yeah, I just didn't, I didn't want to do it. And my friends were like, no, we really want you to, because they wanted to have, like, the experience of going to my bar mitzvah. Right, right. And obviously they don't want to have the experience of going to my bar mitzvah and sitting, listening to me read from Torah. They want the party, which, same. So I decided, okay, I'll just have, like, a 13th birthday party that's, like, big. It's like like a quinceanera, but two, like you know what I mean. Two years early. It's just yeah. like a big, yeah. Well, we're not like uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's just like a big, huge. So we rent out a literal nightclub, in like a fancyish neighborhood, and like. My mom is like, there's a surprise, and I. Just know I don't hate surprises, but from her knowing her antics, it's gonna be something fucked. <laughs> she sent me a care package the other day, and she texted me. She's like, "Check your mail, check your mail," as if like there's a surprise for you. I literally had a panic attack. I was like, "Oh, she showed up at this school because it was when my it was when Caden was here." Mm-hmm. As Caden is leaving, you guys, this was right after we recorded. As Caden is leaving Santa Cruz, uh, my mom texts me to fucking go check the mail like you have a package calls me and it's like go check go check no 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 and i literally like we thought both of our minds jumped to like she's here like she surprised me she's here and i'm never allowed to see Caden again and she didn't know he was here at all whatsoever she still had no fucking idea we got away with it uh she would have just like been there you know what i mean so anyways i don't like surprises from her i show up and a good way a good amount of hours into the party a mime full black and white striped suit makeup beret suspenders Shows up and starts miming around my fucking nightclub party. My cake was so classy, it was black and white to match my dress. And the mime! So... Match the mime. And he had props. 
there was a plastic fish. I think it was a red herring. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And there was like a piano that was like handheld and I don't think it even played. And he's in all of the pictures. My mom got a glossy photo album printed. Insane. And it's just me, my friends, and the fucking and mime. And the mime. <laughs> so. Me, my friends, and the mime. That's a movie. Somebody me, make my that. my friends, and the mime, and me. Yeah. Was I saying something before this tangent? Uh, yeah, we were talking about uh, Israel, oh, Palestine, yeah. and yeah. Yeah, the, yeah, being Jewish. Um, but essentially, I was giving a history lesson. So when Hitler occurred, uh, there was time. a big old fucking Jewish extradition that occurred where a lot of them fucked off from Germany. Uh, and they were given by... Uh, I, I'm not confident in saying was it was it the, the UN. Uh, I, I'm was. not sure. Um, if we both think it was, then it probably is. But it might perhaps, be. yeah. Fact check us on that. Um, I'm not going to. Essentially, uh, they were given uh, land that was Palestine to call home and was is now Israel. I don't understand how the fu- uh, obviously they didn't have the authority to do that. They did not. They but just how said, did the world? How did everyone just sit by and how did like everyone was just like, oh, okay. You know because what I mean? like how we did that just like get, let it care, let, get let slide? I mean, this is literally this literally happened before um, in the Middle East mm-hmm. after World War One ended. Oh yeah, you're like I um, that. with uh, Saudi Arabia. The Saudis who are in charge of Arabia uh, were just another family and house that was powerful <laughs> at the time. Um, but after World War One, we kind of just said, uh, "Fuck it, you can have it." Um, That's kind of funny. There's way more history than that. I'm oversimplifying drastically, but. Uh, it, we do this shit a lot and don't really think about the consequences. Um, we're checking the time of the podcast. We should end soon. We should end soon? Yeah, okay. This last topic then. Um. What if you recorded two? I don't want to. Oh. Usually, uh, if you don't know this, podcast listeners. Don't! We spoilers! Record back to back. We do. Wait, what well, well, were we talking about at lunch that was spoilers? Oh, fuck. Yeah, what did you want to talk about? Oh, man. That's something I still don't know. Oh man, oh man. Oh, the queen's about to die of England. Oh yeah. You did, uh, you did want to talk about uh, that. Okay, right now it's October, I don't know, 27th. 26th or 7th. 26th, 7th. I don't know. It, this is going to be released like in November. But I think, I genuinely honestly believe that by the time this episode, episode 6 goes out, or like by the time episode 7 goes out at least, um, the queen of England will have died. Because... I was reading, like, yesterday and today-ish, like, pretty recently, about how the queen, like, was seen using a cane in public and how she's been advised to stop. She has one, I think it's a martini, or maybe a glass of, I think it's a glass of champagne. She has one glass of champagne every night before bed. She's been advised to not do that anymore by the doctors. And she's been canceling, like, trips and, like, public appearances and all these things. And she was in the hospital for one night and they confirmed it wasn't related to COVID. And I literally think she's going to fucking die. She's 95. She's really old. Um, this is actually something we've managed to get away without talking about, uh, on this podcast before. Fuck the monarchy. Yeah, literally. Straight up. We'll talk about it in depth. Newt, on another episode, I'll write this down in our topics, but just for now, fuck the monarchy. All of them. All around the world, any of them. They suck dick. Um. There's a lot of them. There's a lot still. Which is so funny to me. Yeah. It's 2021. Sweden has a monarchy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but closing thoughts, Israel, Palestine, uh, after, uh, Jews were given, uh, land that was Palestine to live and settle on, 
uh, over the years through several conflicts and religious happenings, um, the land that was Israel uh, and the land that was Palestine originally started out as about 50-50. Um, you can check the maps and sort of see but how Israel it all... keeps taking more. But Israel has progressively and progressively taken more land over time. They are not. It is it is all illegal land seizure. So when they say two-state solution, they mean go back to the original 50-50. Some people mean that, some people don't. Some oh, people really? just mean like, like stop now uh, and like uh, just don't give any of it back. Just uh, like what it is right now is bullshit. fine. That's fucking bullshit. But okay, yeah, so my opinion is they're wrong. So true. Israel's wrong. Israel is wrong. Um, but it is very important to say uh, that they are wrong in hateful and like dialectical ways that are directly analogous to fascism. Analogous. Um, like the shit that Hitler did yeah, to take right. Poland is the same fucking thing it's that Israel BB, does BB to sucks. take Palestine. Is BB uh, out of power yet? He's out of power, Just officially like recently. now. Uh, it happened recently. Does the new guy, how do we feel about him? Probably fucking not better, I don't know. <laughs> Alright, I don't know anything. You need to um, change your haircut, dude. I do. Just I get rid of hair. the tip. What? No, I promise you, just circumstances. We can talk about this off-pod. Just get rid of the tip. Um, okay. No, this is funny. Yeah, it is kind of funny. Because <laughs> they don't know what the fuck you're I'm talking about. Hilarious. Okay, he's got like a little mohawk and it's just hanging I down. I don't have a mohawk. It's a limp little mohawk. It's and a I want shitty him to cut mohawk. off the pointy tip of it. <laughs> and then it'll literally be fine. So, Well, we already made him do his pointy sideburns, get rid of those, and that helped a lot. They weren't pointy, they were just like excessive. They were, they were overgrown. They're still they a little were. bit excessive though. I, I know. I, I just Shave I just them to where you're the middle of your ear is. We'll, we'll consider it. No, I'm serious. I know you're serious, but I'll consider it. I'm no, not going to just do what you say. I'll give you 10 mail wave points. That's insane. That's like what I would just that's get a in lot. a day. No, that's not. You get like five a day. No. I'll give you 20 mail wave points. <laughs> I swear gonna, to God, I will. Inf- we're going to inflate this. No, that's a shoe. Sh- Either of them can say it, and they'd both be kind of fucked to think it. That's true. What even is that? I don't know. It's gross, though. Sense. Um, also, not really practical or possible in like real life. Yeah, that's yeah. I'm sure people find ways no, I though. I think you is, die instantly. Yeah, freaky. <laughs> Bicycle pump down the Uri 3. What? Mm. Okay. Mm, I'm no. No. It'd be kind of funny though. Uh, but yeah. I think it's funny when guys stick things on their wiener holes. Sorry. No, no. That yeah. shit hurts. Don't do that. No, and it's bad for you. Funny. It's so like literally it dangerous. Yes. How? What happens? You get a loose bussy. Not a bussy. You get a loose wiener see. That is pretty bad for you. Because then your people leak out. Is that why? <laughs> no, that's not why. Why? Um, different reasons, like infection and shit. Um, <laughs> Wait, uh, well, uh, okay. But, uh, closing statements. Um, Israel doing basically fascism, um, and is being actively, <laughs> this is very important, actively <laughs> supported by the United Kingdom, the United States, uh, lots of other countries, constantly giving them, uh, military aid and things. Um, fun fact, that is not fun at all. Uh, in the U.S., we argue a lot about, for example, Medicare for all as an issue of, like, you know, how much do we want to spend on healthcare, um, and we all have our arguments for what is right and good in that instance. Um, fun fact, Medicare for all saves money. Uh, but we, actively, as the United States, are paying for the citizens of Israel to have Medicare for all. They have free healthcare in Israel because of us. <laughs> we pay for it. Our taxpayer fun. money. 
That's funny as fuck. Yeah. That's the most American thing ever. It is. We can't have it here, but they can have it because they're That's cool literally, are we like one of the only allies. like developed countries that... We are yeah. one of the only ones. That's pretty funny. Me, uh, us and Saudi Arabia, not me, but like the US and Saudi Arabia are the only two countries, I said this already, who haven't signed the Universal Declaration of Human Rights. Yep, yep. I, I need advice from our viewers and audience before, for, before, for us to, for us to close out. If you're in the audience and you know, because it's a podcast, it's a sound-based form of media. If you know anything about uh, sound and and audio and and those sort of things, we need uh, someone to help us. We also need just an editor. I need you to, to look up everyone. <laughs> I can't do this. Everyone, look up sounding. No, don't, don't do for that. For more information. No, don't, don't. Look up sounding, like the process of do, doing things with sound, like a sound. You know what I mean? Like editing a podcast for more. Mm. Yeah. Wait, we need to cut here for yeah. a second. Cut. Cut. This is really funny. I'm so funny, dude. Do we need? I think when we should we leave this, this in. Cut? I think it's funny if we leave this in. Oh, this is at one fifteen. I think it's funny if we leave this in. No, I'm, yeah. I'm cutting it out. No, leave it. No. I'm capable of cutting it out. I'm gonna no, cut it out. No, leave it. Okay, I'm not gonna send you the audio for this episode. Oh, I don't care. Like, okay. And I will, but I, I don't want you to cut it out. <laughs> All right, I'll I'll consider not cutting this part out. Okay, it's pretty funny. It's kind of funny. Because <laughs> basically, people walk by and it was background noise. Yeah, we, they probably didn't even hear it to be honest. <laughs> oh, true. Uh, we will have to cut the other thing earlier with the fucking bike guy. Okay. Um, you guys are just not gonna know what that means now. Yeah. You don't know you what the bike guy is. You had to be there. You had to be there for the bike guy. Uh, and you had to be there for episode seven next week. Bye. Wait, let, wait that was kind of... Okay. Wait, I need to say something funny. I need to give, give me a witty one-liner a second. What? I need to say something funny to end the podcast. I just did that. No, I need to do it. Um, <laughs> see you chumfinators later, naters. That's so funny. No, nah, it wasn't really funny. It wasn't funny. Bye. Later.